0: Welcome! I am Rebecca Tabert, former overweight, atheist, corporate girl, turn fit over 40, purpose-chasing God girl, and fitness coach entrepreneur. Listen, I remember my struggle with food, eating for comfort, and feeling uncomfortable in my body. I remember my battle with stinking vegan that kept me stuck by telling me things like, I'm not good enough. Fast forward through a lot of time in God's word, a couple big leaps of faith, building godly grit through adversity and investing in my own personal and professional development and you will find the life I live, lead and coach today, which includes an amazing personal relationship with God and a level of fitness in mind and body that I truly didn't even know was possible from where I started. A life committed to teaching women how to create their own life-changing and sustainable transformations. With the help of an amazing team, I've been honored to help thousands of women achieve their goals over the last decade. I created the Faith, Fitness, and Freedom podcast to give you inspiration and a belief in what is possible and to give you simple and practical steps for deepening your faith, crushing the stinking thinking, and becoming fit in mind and body. So if you're a woman of faith who is ready to talk all things faith, fitness, and freedom so that you can continue to develop faith that moves mountains, get the body that reflects the best vision of yourself and experience greater freedom to claim and live your kingdom purpose, then you're in the right place. So let's dive in. Today, I get to share with you what recently really triggered me to the point where I shared this with our private community in Facebook, Faith fitness, and freedom community. Shameless plug. We would love to have you join us there. There's a lot more opportunity for us to interact directly on there. I post just about daily. And what triggered me was this, I know it's a common problem, and when I see it, it really just breaks my heart. Not triggered in anger, just triggered in man, I just wish I could be in the room with that person and just gently shake them by the shoulders and say, sister, enough is enough. And that is when we use excuses for where we are or what we are not doing or the condition we're in. And now please understand that this Trigger was not about this woman in particular. And this is not talking about this specific person because I don't know her personally. Uh, and I don't know her story. And this was in a much larger group, thousands and thousands of women of female entrepreneurs. So it could be that she was intentionally trying to get a response, um, to get, you know, feedback and comments on the post. But it started out with the comment that, I am a hundred pounds overweight because growing up, I was taught that being attractive was a bad thing. And so I worked obsessively to hide my body. And I did that through food and packing on weight. And then she goes on to talk throughout the post. Now, what triggered me was that this was still present tense. So this is a current uh you know entrepreneur that is currently thriving in all areas of her life but she's saying that she still struggles with 100 pounds overweight weight and that it is because of her upbringing now please understand there's definitely significant trauma abuse Things in our life that any one of us, well, I think a lot more women experience some version of trauma or some, you know, uh, extenuating circumstance than, than what is even talked about. And so I get that. My position is that when we continue to hold on to it and when we continue to hold on to it as if it is the reason we aren't doing something, then we stay stuck and we never get to evolve beyond it. I will tell you that one of the greatest lessons I've learned over the last decade is to take 100% ownership and responsibility for all of my choices in every circumstance that I'm in at any given time. Now, this is coming from a woman that maybe someday I'll share with you, but there's more than one occasion in my life where I definitely experienced something that most people could look at and say, yeah, that was a victim response or that was a victim, I'm sorry, occurrence. I choose not to allow that to be in my mind because as long as I choose a position of being a victim, as long as any one of us chooses the position of being a victim, we give away a portion of our personal power. When we shift into 100% responsibility, and again, we can only control ourselves, but when we shift into 100% responsibility and look at our choices and what we can do and what we can learn from it or what we can grow from it, then we take our power back. It's actually much more empowering position to say, I'm struggling with being 75, 100 pounds overweight. I know that it started because of X, Y, and Z. However, I am choosing to take the actions that are going to get me the right knowledge, the right support, the right resources, the right accountability to do something about it now because I am a victor, not a victim. And when we choose to do that, especially with self-care, it will unlock levels of freedom in every aspect of life that you did not even know existed because you've settled for just where you're at for so long. And you've settled in the story of good enough. You've settled in the story of this is just the way I'm going to be because this is the way my family is. And my mom was like this. My grandmother was like this. Whatever the case may be, when we go and into that ownership, then we are Settling for exactly where we're at. One of the books that I read a few years back that really takes us to a new level. And I do believe that responsibility and ownership in our choices is like, is another aspect of life where we get to kind of peel back the onion and realize at different seasons of life the different levels of ownership and responsibility. And as we do that, we grow and evolve. So, One of the examples in the book, Extreme Ownership, is talking about even when our electricity goes out because of a block-wide power outage, it's still not our local company is SCE, whatever your local electric company is, it's not their responsibility. I get to take responsibility for the food in my refrigerator going bad because what could I have done differently? Well, I could have a backup generator. So then I have a plan in place for if that ever happens, right? Or when we are late and we say, I'm sorry, I was late because of traffic, and that I used to absolutely be guilty of that. Reality is I'm not late because of the traffic. I'm late. I can take the ownership by saying, I'm sorry I was late. I did not plan enough for enough time. I did not plan for the unexpected. I did not get out the door fast enough. I didn't plan for you know my dog to get sick as I was running out the door. But the point being is that you're now taking responsibility. I could have done this differently. I didn't leave early enough. I didn't have the backup generator. I didn't do whatever the case may be and that gives you the power to choose and change, right? It does not make it easy. It is not that simple. It is an ongoing process. But my point is, is that you are absolutely capable of doing, being, and achieving anything that you set your mind to when you get the right mindset. And that starts with taking 100% ownership so that you know that you are in control. Even on the bad days, even on the hard days that are feeling heavy, a lot of people are going through a lot of changes. We've at a societal level had more significant traumatic changes in our life at a societal level over the last year than any for I was going to say in my lifetime, which is 47 years, um, but... and i would say that you know probably at any other time world war 1 world war 2 they felt the same way right but we've experienced so many stressors at a societal level which then trickle down into our individual lives that it is natural to be in a state of hard right now and or things may seem harder or maybe you're in a situation where your finances are just you you lost a job or something shifted and it's unexpected and and you feel heavy and you feel overwhelmed and you want to say that it's because of... Of COVID-19. You want to say that it's because of the lockdowns. And I get that. And trust me, I understand that firsthand. My life, uh, you know, circumstances, business, personal, all the things changed dramatically. However, I get to look at it and say, it happened for me. I get to decide the meaning that I give the events. I get to decide that, no, it was absolutely unexpected. Had you told me that I was gonna close a 10-year fitness business, I would have never expected it. But I get to look at it from a standpoint of, what is the good that is coming out of it? What can I do? What do I control? And when we have that position of control and that sense of responsibility It doesn't mean that you get to fix everything the way you want it to be overnight, but it means that you take the ability to see in creative ways. It means that you take back your ability to be resourceful. It means that you take back your ability to, you know, they call it, some people call it living at a higher vibration, but the Bible tells us to focus on what is good and lovely. It's not that it's all going to be sunshine and rainbows. It's that when we are sitting in a position of stress, Worry, anxiety, any kind of negative emotion that is not going to allow us to be free enough to see solutions, to see opportunities, to see positivity. And it goes hand in hand with making whether it's seeing the situation and giving it a meaning that serves us, right? We can give it the same situation. Two people will take completely differently based on the lens in which they see life, which is craft- crafted by their experiences, the meaning they gave things when they were growing up. There's so many different factors that you could take the same circumstance even as an adult, and two people living out the same exact circumstance will give it two very different meanings based on their lens that they see things through and their choices and how they choose to define it, what meaning they choose to give it. That's why some people can, you know, get out out of the most difficult challenging situations and other people would literally curl up and die in overwhelm right I think about the man that got stuck in hiking and he cut off his own arm. Like That's a massive extreme, but that is an example of 99.9% of people would have died in that situation, but he chose to shift the meaning. He chose, and by being able to do that and stay in the right mindset, right? I can't even imagine a, a more, I don't want to have to imagine a more challenging circumstance of trying to keep your mind right so that you can create solutions and come up with a way out. Was it the way he expected, anticipated? Of course not. I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy, right? I don't really have enemies for that reason. But um, what I mean is like, that's just such a saying, right? I don't wish that that on my worst enemy, but I actually wouldn't wish anything on my enemy because the Bible tells us to to bless them, right? And to pray for them, Um, those that come against us. I wouldn't say that I have anybody, an enemy, that they define themselves as enemies if they feel like that, right? Um, So anyway, too much of a tangent. My point is, is that that was an extreme example, right? Of A situation where he stayed in the right mindset, came up with a solution, and got himself out, right? How much more are we able to do then in our everyday lives, whether it is financial or relational? Like, there are so many things that you can do online now for um, extra money, right? I actually talked about the fact of doing a training. I went through a training with um, one of my mentors. I thought it was actually something different, but it turned out to be super cool about all these different ways of like things you would never even think of. And I'm like, that's so easy. Why don't, why am I not doing that, right? um to make some extra money or relationships you know finding um new you know creating new friendships if you're feeling alone you're not alone right there's so many people that are going through that right now but it's being able to you know, have the tools and the resources. And sometimes you need somebody to come alongside of you to do that with you. And that you need somebody, you know, the service that I happen to listen to. So we're kind of on the tangent. This is like a throw kitchen sink podcast at you. But the service that I listened to this morning was so right on. And, and I'm reading a book that is called The Obstacle is the Way. And all of these messages that have been coming to me lately are all very much, on almost the same point or maybe this is just the season I'm in and what I'm hearing from all these different sources right it goes from the woman that talks about the says that the reason she is overweight is because of the way she was raised no the reason someone is overweight is because they're not moving enough they have too much food that is the bottom line and or there's some sort of medical issue but i'm going to tell you right now that is extremely rare, rare, rare situation that there is absolutely nothing that you could do, even when there is a medical complication does not mean that you have to be a statistic. It means you may have to work harder to get the same result as somebody else, but it does not mean that your fate is to be overweight. So when someone is overweight, and remember this said with love, this is coming from somebody that struggled with weight, struggled with an eating disorder, all the things and had some very traumatic events in my life, but if I stayed in that spot, right, which, and I did battle some of them for a really long time, but, getting to the point of taking ownership. What I try to teach forward is what I learned the hard way, sister. So please listen when I say that the best thing you can do for yourself is to start looking at the areas of your life where you feel like you're overwhelmed or you feel like you don't have control or you feel like you're you're this way because of this thing or whatever the case may be and sit down and have a heart-to-heart conversation with yourself and ask yourself like, what do I get to own in this? What do I get to learn from this? What? How can I think that this situation means this? How could I redefine it? How could I change the meaning so that it's something different, right? And so everything from taking ownership, like if you are struggling with weight, if you're struggling with alcohol, if you're struggling with whatever the case may be, it is a hard battle to overcome any kind of addiction. I 100% get that. I'm also going to 100% tell you that as someone who fought and battled through addictions, that you can do it. It is a hundred percent possible. It starts with you stopping the lie that you're telling yourself, that either you're okay or that it's not that bad or that it's not impacting other things or other people or that you can't get beyond it or that you're just gonna be like that because your family's always been like that. All of those are lies from the enemy to keep you stuck and keep you from the very best version of you that you can be. It requires you taking ownership. It requires you asking for help. It requires you doing the work Consistently over time to get better with the right support, the right accountability, the right—you know—when it comes to addictions, a lot of times there there's a medical need there that you need to get involved with or connected with, and. It also means that when we have life circumstances that have come up that are unexpected, the book that I'm reading, The Obstacle is the Way, is much of what I coach, but it's such great reminders and, and all these little um, you know, idiosyncrasies within it that are just kind of take the understanding of the next level. And one of them is that we get to create the meaning. So I say for a long time, Joyce Meyer taught, taught me this, pitiful or powerful, you can't be both. So as long as we're sitting in those negative emotions... We are allowing ourselves to be pitiful. And there are different ways to get out of a funk. And that's a whole nother episode. I um, will actually give you some resources for that as well on a future episode in terms of legitimately when you are feeling overwhelmed, there is there can be true chemical things going on. And it's not to take away from you know a chemical imbalance that creates depression. However, there are levels of depression that are also within our control. It is hard, but it is possible to get out of bed even when you don't feel like it. Even on the days that you just want to crawl into bed because you think the world is crumbling along around you, there are ways to get up and keep moving. If I can do it, you can do it. That God is not a favor of men. There's nothing special about me or in me that is not in you. I have his strength in me and the resources to his Holy Spirit in me, and so do you as a believer in Christ right? And then it is making sure that you are also, you know, surrounding yourself with the like-minded people and getting in the right environments, having the right resources to go to the right um, connections in terms of family, friends, and coaches. The service that I so the obstacle. Of the way one of the things is talking about the meaning that we give to things. Right? People in the most crazy of circumstances have created amazing things. The most recent the example they gave that I was listening to this morning I was talking about. I didn't even know this that Abraham Lincoln suffered with massive depression throughout his younger life, and because of that, that's what made him so empathetic. So it's just another example of that what the enemy meant to use against us, what the enemy means to use to call you disqualified. And maybe that's what he's speaking over you. Maybe he is saying to you, look at all of these things that you've done. Look at all of these choices. Look at the circumstance that you're in now. You are disqualified. You are not going to live up to your greatest purpose. You cannot be an impact to other people because of the life you've lived, whatever the case may be. Those are the exact Set of circumstances, sister, that God is using to qualify you for the exact purpose that he has already set and planned for your life. So have hope and faith in knowing that you're created on purpose for a unique and greater purpose. And every single choice that you have already made and are going to make, God already knew. And that vision, that purpose that you have on your heart, it has your name on it. You get to be an active participant in that. Part of your story is your ability to rise. Part of your story is leaning into him because in our weakness, he is proven to be strong my friend and so i encourage you i promise you there are you are capable of getting up and getting beyond and what has been meant to use for your harm will be turned to use for your good because god promises that all things work out for his good right and the the third thing that I came to mind that is tied to this to some extent is the message I heard today from Elevation and Pastor uh, Stephen Furtick talking about where are we getting our confidence, right? When we get our confidence on things around us, when we get our confidence, our value from another person, when we get our confidence from the work we're doing, when we get our confidence from a, a person or a business or anything other than God, those things, it is very possible that they will come and go but God will never leave you nor forsake you. Your greatest foundation is to have your confidence in God and in God alone. All the other people that he puts in our life to be part of our life, to love on us, to be in fellowship with, to be in community with, they are amazing blessings, and we need that. We need to be in community. However, our ultimate confidence must be be residing in God and God alone. And Pastor Furtick talked about the fact that in these seasons, we also need people and he will give us people to come alongside of us to believe in us for our greatest gifting, for our next season, for our path, until we believe in ourselves, right? And I actually have, have said that to my clients for for many decades now, and that I love to believe in women for them to be able to rise above and get beyond the weight challenges, to have authentic confidence. And now I get to be very specific about integrating God's word into my programs. And so with that, I get to come alongside women. And that's exactly what I do, is I get to believe in them and see their... Their potential when they doubt. I get to teach them how to build the foundation that's going to allow them to set their confidence in God and believe in themselves and what God has planned for their life and their ability to stand up, to rise up and fully like reach that full potential. But in any aspect of life, maybe you need a financial mentor. Maybe you need a mentor for growing a business. Maybe you need a mentor for, you know, your marriage or your um, ministry, whatever that is. If you are pray for God to put somebody in your life. Maybe it'll be a mentor, maybe it'll be a coach that you invest in. Maybe it will be a book for a season or a few books or some, you know, people on YouTube. You want to be careful and you want to use wise discernment, but there is so much out there, so many resources, but the strongest is when you can get connected with somebody that can have a direct voice in your life that God can use as his hands and feet. To build you up and help you believe they will believe in you until you're strong enough to believe in yourself. Amen. All right. So that was a little bit of a hodgepodge, but I hope that that was helpful because that just flowed through me. And I know and trust that there is somebody that needed to hear those exact words today. And so I thank you for taking the time to listen. I do not take your time for granted. Time is one of our most precious assets and I'm always honored um, when you listen to these podcasts. I would appreciate that you hit the like button, hit the follow button, join us on the Faith, Fitness and Freedom Community group. And you can find us on Facebook for that. And I do have uh, coaching programs available, both for our 12-week program. We have another one starting um, just in a couple of weeks. And of course, the one-on-one coaching as well. So it all starts with a conversation though. So take... Take the free resource. Get to know us a little bit better. Go to the Faith, Freedom, and Fitness community group. Start with that. Get engaged. Get connected. And we get to love on you there. All right. Love you all. And I can say that because I truly love all people. And uh, we'll talk to you on next episode. Bye for now.